Greetings. This is What Is It All Mean Podcast. I'm your host, James Lewis. Let's get into this. <coughs> you miss nothing, James. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, James and Julia? How is it? How is it? Let's get this filter off. There we go. <coughs> Alright, so let's get into some news. Uh, this week is uh, was Red Man's, Red Man's birthday. This is his new song that he just dropped. Cheers to Red Man. I'm not sure how old he is. He's ageless. Morning London. I really try to do these late so I can hang with you guys. So, all right. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. So, uh... This is the part where I kind of talk about the people who've passed away or assimilated into the multiverse. And uh, I think it was today, Black Rob passed away. And uh, I think yesterday, the day before, it was that Helen McCory from, uh, what is it, that Peaky Blinders and, and Harry Potter. Really sad, really sad stuff. You know, people moving on, moving on to the multiverse. I think when when I pass away, this song is gonna this song's gonna come to me. Heaven or Las Vegas <coughs> by the Cocktail Twins. And if Melissa's watching this, it's not cocktail, it's cocktail. I know, just 52 years old. That's insane. That's that's really sad that she passed away so early that's that's not fair my friend Gabby he was I think 52 as well that better not be the new 27 you know it's horrible you guys are immortal we're gonna live forever and that's it so you know we really okay this is where things get interesting I'm I'll just a random tangent before we get into the the main topic we know that we know that like energy and atoms <clears throat> they don't dissipate out of our bodies okay all right no 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 let me rephrase that at the end of our life the atoms and the energy they don't cease to exist because we know through science that energy it it it, it just changes into something different so <clears throat> when these people pass away they're just they're changing in something into something different and then at that point where where what are you going to be what are you you know what is it you, you, you go back in the multiverse and i think depending on your karma depending on what you've done and i don't mean selling out rock stadiums or anything like that i mean like simple things you know helping helping grandmothers across the street, opening doors for people, and just just stuff that people 
you know, even through the pandemic, people are, are scared to do that stuff. And I'm not scared. Hold the door for somebody. Fix the tire. Just look out for the psychos. There's a lot of psychos out there too, so beware, beware. Okay. It's interesting. I've been doing this podcast for what? 14 weeks now, 15 weeks, and I've met so many interesting people, so many people have contacted me and just brought up this cool thing, showed me their art, uh, <clears throat> this guy, I'll show you this, I, I told him about my podcast and, and he totally, he made me this medallion, okay, and if you look at this medallion, he's like, what do you see, what do you see? And I was like, oh, I see like a flower. It looks like a flower. That's really cool. And he's like, no, look closer. And then when I looked at the bottom, he's like, do you see the, the face at the bottom? And I said, oh, he's like, that's an alien face. And this is a brain. That's an alien. It's a whole alien thing. And I didn't see it right away. It had to, you know, and he, he told me this had energy and it had power. And it was like super cool. He, he's, a, he's a high school um, art teacher. And he creates these cool things. And I told him about the podcast and I told him about aliens and, and just the multiverse. And he's uh, <clears throat> kind of like an older version of me. He's got this wicked mustache that just comes out like this. I'm going to get him on eventually. Get Andy Von Six on too. Uh, it's funny, you, you come on right now. This, this is this little trippy emblem right here that I was talking about. Miss Von Six this thing that looks like an alien this guy on on my route he's a high school teacher he just he's all james james you know i got i got something for you i made something for you and and it was this trippy alien alien head that is is this um, kind of disguised as a flower and he's just super into it like super into it he's gonna come on the show pretty soon so <clears throat> all right all right so, I think we got to get into the topic of the night. I know Miss Von Six has tattoos. I know James Jeffries has tattoos. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Julia does. I've got plenty. So this is gonna be about all about tattoos. What do they mean in the multiverse? Sound guy. it. There we go. I'm getting better at this. They're not for everyone, Julia, but after this show, you might want one. So, okay, let's break it down. Uh, tattoos have been around since the dawn of time. They found a 5,000-year-old a hunter that was pet uh, frozen, and when they thought him out they saw that he had just he had ink in his body he had actual ink in his body which is you know it's pretty crazy 5,000 years old James says for me some are an expression of love and pain definitely I'm gonna get into a little bit of that later the uh, part of the the churches the Christian churches they outlawed tattoos because they didn't want you to be reminded 
if you had something like that reminded you of a dead person, like a tattoo, they didn't want that because that was just like sacrilegious. You know, like I have this tattoo here of animals. This is I had a wolf for like like ten years. This is this is a this is my wolf. So you know, and now this is my cat. This is Mr. Magoo, and these you know these are these are tattoos that I have to remind me of where I've been and and that show Momentum Memento. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's it's a really good movie where this guy just for forgets what happens to him so the only way he can remember is he just tattoos himself and he's just like all these weird tattoos and when he wake up wakes up and he has to remember what he did and and finally i think at the very end he he finds out that he's a like a killer and he's he's the bad person so it's really cool uh okay so way back before all of this, you know, we had these these Mari warriors. They were kind of the first people that we knew, and they used to add charcoal uh, to the to the to the cut or to the to the tattooing part, and that was the first form of tattooing, which is awesome. Uh, and then, okay, and then after a while, like the Romans, we're going to get all historyed out here. So uh, it, I find this fascinating. Uh, the Romans basically banned all tattoos, and not just that. Like if you were a criminal, they would they would they would ban you that way. They would like put a cross or something on you to to show you that you were a a criminal. So if you if you had these tattoos, people would know that you were a bad person. And uh, the Romans believed that the skin had to be pure. Everything had to be pure. If you had anything, you know, like little Xanax now, they would just... Uh, imagine imagine little Xanax and the Romans. That would be just amazing. I would love to see that. The polar opposites of, of these two things, you know? What's up, brother? So I'm going to put out music by this, this cat pretty soon. So um, we're just talking about tattoos. I don't know if you've got any tattoos turtle butter what's going on brother what's going on so uh ironically these same romans when they started to go to war they wanted to freak out their opponents and uh they started to just tattoo you know their side of their face good i'm glad that you i'm glad that you do uh if you guys want to elaborate on any tattoos that you have and you want to share, let me know. Like I, I was talking about this. This is my, this is my, one of my, my animals. That's kind of a, a strange one, but feel free. But, uh, so the Romans started to tattoo like the right side of their face, just blue or black. And the reason for that was when they'd be on the battlefield, it would scare the crap out of like that person, you know? And it was that advantage where, all of a sudden they'd have this black tattoo and that person was not used to that. So it would catch him off guard like a faint. Like when you're fighting, when you're doing Kung Fu, you, if you, if you faint, if you, if you're, you do something like that, it scares the person and it takes the, the edge, it, not the edge, but it makes them think. And so when they had that tattoo, it was the same thing. It, it was just that split second. And then bam, that Roman was able to attack. And these people started, the Romans got so successful that by the time they came back to their towns, 
the people started to like them and then they started to open up shops and it, it kind of started to catch on from there people got tattoos so far just one it's a symbol of adoption one on the right side of my chest that's awesome that's awesome i love that my first uh my first tattoo was i was i was 16 no 15 and uh i had a a friend this girl and she had a brother and uh he i he was like bring me 60 bucks and a hit of acid and i'll tattoo you and i was 16 and uh i was like sure i think i was 15 15 16 so uh I couldn't get the acid because I just didn't have that hookup, but I brought the 60 bucks anyways. And and he, he gave me this this tattoo that I have on my leg that's been there since then. And uh, to me, it was more of a sense of rebellion and uh, a sense of just me, you know, when people tell you not to do things, and that's, that's where I'll get back into the Romans. After a while, the Romans started to outlaw, they, they banned, uh, tattoos by the fourth century so they they came up and then they banned them and by that time it's like me when i hear things are banned i want to do them like when your parents tell you don't do it when your government says don't do it or whatever it's not always for your your best you know interest it's it's for their best interest so i heard i told my mom several times i'm gonna get a tattoo i'm gonna get a tattoo and uh, she's like don't do it don't do it and i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm just doing it and and tattoo parlors wouldn't let you. So uh, I gave the 60 bucks to, to Allison's, you know, brother. And it was over by this graveyard, which I live close to now, ironically. And I passed by it. And I never forget the time. I never forget that time of just being young, being rebellious and fighting against the system. And that was my first tattoo. And... Uh, it, it turned out rad. So that was that was a problem. When I had this first tattoo that turned out excellent, I thought everyone, like if Allison's brother John could tattoo this awesome, everyone could. That was my mistake. Okay, so let's get back into the, the history before we uh, get into this. And as for adoption, uh, I told this story in this, the last podcast where... You know, we have this thing called the Hurt Family, Turtle Turtle Butter 1010, and you're in it now. And what I mean by that is we're all just, we're just tight unit. And so we take care of each other. And so this, this dolphin, uh, these dolphins out in the wild, if there's ever a dolphin that's just not feeling good or just, just doesn't swim as fast or whatever, doesn't keep up with everybody else, what dolphins will do is, say this dolphin swims down to the bottom because he's just sad or whatever. These dolphins up here, they'll keep swimming, but they'll designate other dolphins to go down and to swim with that dolphin. And so that dolphin never feels alone. Here in society, we don't do that. Here we just let people lock up in their room and do whatever the hell they want, and then they show up to the FedEx place killing people, killing eight people, because there was no, there was no person to go up to that... 19 year old and be like bro here you're not alone everyone thinks these thoughts just the actions that we don't and that's that dolphin analogy that's someone going down to the dolphin analogy and and bringing and after a while that dolphin's gonna come up and we're all one and i think that's um 
And that's what hurt family and you are. So I can't wait to put your music out. I don't want to random. I don't want to get too uh, off track. So okay. Uh, so that was the Roman stuff. You know, they they outlawed tattoos for in the fourth century, and and this is what's this is what's really funny. They wiped them out, so nobody had them for a while. And uh, it even says it in the Bible. It says, uh, it says, like, thou shalt not make any cuttings in your flesh to honor the dead or tattoo upon you. That's Leviticus 19.28. Okay, that's, hmm, that's crazy. Why would Jesus, why would God, why would he care what you did with your flesh as long as your mind and your heart and your soul is pure there's all different reasons for getting tattoos and that's what i'm gonna get into you know uh in japan they the rich at a at a certain time the rich were the only ones that were allowed to wear kimonos so the poor decided that you know what we're gonna we're gonna tattoo the shit out of ourselves like kimonos we're gonna put kimonos on our skin but then we're going to cover them so right when we go out there, nobody can really see. But the kimono is going to be within us. And that completely changed tattooing forever. Just that kind of thinking. That this oppression, like, hey, I'm oppressed. And you know what? This tattoo is going to show, just like my, my 15, not so much as that, but on that same level. Like, this is, I'm going to do this to show you something. You know, uh, I, I'm not poor. Uh, you're not above me. There are no classes. And that's what happened with those big Japan tattoos that just cover the whole bodies. That's where that started. And they became um, outlawed in Japan. So then they had to go underground. And that's where the underground tattoo started. And that's where I got my first 15-year-old tattoo. It was an underground tattoo artist. So even though this stuff is from the 1800s, it's still relevant to 2000. In 21, which is, it's, it's fascinating. Tattooing has been going on, like I said, since the dawn of time. So uh, let's, let's break down some more facts. I'm going to break down a little bit more facts. In 1870, uh, that's when the the Japanese really embraced the tattoos, and they were allowed to get them. Uh, but then once we, the world kind of started to westernize, then they, they were ashamed of them, which is ironic because they had some of the coolest tattoos in the world. But uh, there, was this, uh, there was this Mahi warrior. This is different from Japan, but there's Mahi warriors and those are the, the cool, cool tattoo face ones, all right? Total crazy tattoo face ones. They, uh, one of these warriors came to, to England and uh, at, that, at that time England was, was really not about tattoos they were still that Christian Catholic Christian no tattooing and this warrior was so badass he was wearing suits and he, he, he did all this crazy stuff but yet he was just civilized and when people saw that then all of a sudden they looked up to this Mahi warrior and the English started getting tattoos but they weren't of like the tribal tattoos that they were doing. They were like dragons and just Celtic shit. 
and, and all this stuff. I'm making fries right now. Love the dolphin elegy. Don't worry, I'm still listening. <laughs> fries, share those mo, share those mofo. <laughs> I love French fries. Okay. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> I got my Thai tea here. So that's the only thing keeping me up right now. But in saying that, I'll be up all night. <clears throat> Yeah, that dolphin analogy is one of my favorite things in the world. It really is. Because we, that's what, that's, <clears throat> if anything, we, we learn, we should learn from animals. Like, like I said, I've, I've done martial arts, so I, I learn poses from them. I learn how to walk from them. Why wouldn't I learn how to love from animals, you know? And you look at your cat, you look at your dog, they're just, they're pure. I had this, this guy on my route 15 years ago. He had his not Rottweiler, but Boxer. His Boxer ran away from his house. This guy owned a comic book store. I'm not gonna put him on blast, but he, he, he had this Boxer just come at me, running at me full speed. I'm a UPS driver. I'm really good with animals. I looked at the dog. I, he was just running at me. He didn't look like he was gonna kill me. He just looked excited. So I stopped. He stopped and he was swagging his tail. I started petting him. And then this guy walks up with this long curly hair and he just grabs the dog and he just punches the dog right in the, on the top of the head. And it didn't hurt the dog because it's got such a strong head, but it hurt its confidence and it hurt its soul. And and what that guy didn't know is that, that dog could have just turned around and bit the shit out of that guy at any time. And he had really he didn't have a concept of that because he was just a macho man and i got pissed i, I told him because i love animals I'm, I'm all i told him i actually said that i'm all bro you know that dog could turn around and and mess you up at any time and he's just like oh, oh it's my dog i'll do what i want and he just ran away with the dog so he didn't have any tattoos <laughs> he didn't he didn't have any tattoos and if he did they were just like these no, I didn't see any tattoos. That's my point. Well, we'll get into the Richard Ashcroft uh, tattoo. Remind me in about five minutes, or no, about 20 minutes about that. Let me finish this little monologue and I'll get into all that. Like, you know, that's that's what you're considering. And, and what's ironic is when I was a kid, I used to see these people with bands on their arms and I was like, oh, they're, no, 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 no. And uh, believe me, I'll, I'll show you my contradictory statements of that in a, in a minute. So, uh, so once the, uh, get back into, maybe he had a heart on his ass. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um. So, all right, in, in 1891, that's when the first tattoo tattoo gun was, was created. And that was in New York. And once that happened, it was over. Like, things just, it was more, it was quicker. <clears throat> you don't have, it didn't take months to do a, a tattoo, because back in the day, it would take months. Now it would take a session. You could do that in a session, and it hurt a lot less. So... They were, uh, and what was kind of getting people turned on too is like the sailors would go away, <clears throat> and when the sailors would go away, they would go to like 
these mysterious places and they get these tattoos and they'd come back with these these just art pieces and uh then the hippies they were into it as well so you had the sailors and the hippies just kind of creating this culture and at that specific time that specific time we had this guy named ed hardy <clears throat> and for all you guys that know ed hardy like holy crap i i thought he was just that guy that had those horrible horrible clothes you know and they weren't like once i started to to figure out who this guy was it blew my mind if you guys don't know who ed hardy is all those muscle guys in in like venice beach they all wear those those shirts and and that's what turns me off is seeing those muscle guys wear them if i saw a whole bunch of tattoo guys wearing them i would i would be stoked but that's my stupid perception of things okay so this guy ed hardy he came from where i'm at right now he came from orange county and i'm gonna break it down to you guys what orange county is like if you guys don't know orange county is called the orange behind the orange curtain and what that means is there's a veil of republicanness here like this is real i'm not joking there's a veil of republicanness here and the whole place is just filled of Republicans. It's it's changed, but it's the orange curtain. And <clears throat> in LA, that's changed. But here, even to kind of San Diego, it is it is filled with uh, you know Republicans. So uh, I'm not taking requests right now. In like 15 minutes, I I might. So I see that. I'm stoked you're here. I'm stoked you're here. So in saying that. Uh, this guy, Ed Hardy, I, I was born in Orange County, so was he. So finding that out blew my mind. He didn't want to be surrounded by the Republicans. So he always loved tattooing. He started when he was like a child, like eight years old. He loved tattooing. He loved everything about it. He, he fake tattooed on kids around the block. <clears throat> he, he, he kept all the, the tattoos. He, he, he kept all the, the, the illustrations, should I say? And, uh, Knowing that he came from where I, I'm from is it is awesome. And uh, he wanted out of the Republican lifestyle. So he goes to San Francisco. And in doing that, that's where he started to lay roots to uh, basically... I think he started in New York, though. And then I think his first shot might have been in New York. But then... He, he went to San Francisco to start his real huge shop that's there now. And that was in the 70s, okay? So in the 70s, he was starting up. And uh, he started to get fascinated by that Sailor Jerry. I don't know if you guys know about that Sailor Jerry, but oh, if you know about the Sailor Jerry, they're, they're, they're these specific tattoos. There's even like a, a rum that they have about them. So... Ed Hardy got really turned on with those tattoos. He ends up meeting him. And then this this Sailor Jerry guy introduces him to this Japanese artist. And uh, it's Kazu Oguru. And when they met, it was just all three of them got together and fused their style of... James says he loves this... Uh, uh, Sailor Jerry. Yeah, it's great. Me too. But they fused the style of, uh, of tattooing. 
and it, 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 it became their kind of like their own. And Ed Hardy really took that and ran with it. And he said when he saw the, the Oguru guy tattoo for the first time, cause he was still using pins. He, he, he said that he said he saw 3000 years of uh, like traditions in the, in the, the tip of a pin, you know, which is, it's insane. It's really insane. And so the, by the time the, the, the 90s, so he set up shop in the, ni- uh, in the 70s, by the time the 90s came, San Francisco was just the mecca because his style, that, that Japanese style, that style that you see on all the shirts now, like that, that started way back then. So it, it has tradition. The guy blew up. He, he doesn't even tattoo anymore. He is super cool. He, I think he lives in Hawaii now. And my point is he changed tattoos because now tattoos did just have these different overall shadings. Everything was just different. It was just evolving all, all because of the, the combined strength of these, these people, the fusion of these people. So even me, I, I was 15 and I went up to, to see that his shop, I went up to San Francisco and I went up to see it and I remember I was too young they were too professional I couldn't get a tattoo I ended up on the hate and Ashbury afterwards and I re- just remember I, re- I remember see that's the whole experience that's tattooing that's it where were you what were you doing when you were getting that tattoo and even if you weren't what were you doing what was I doing you know going to San Francisco the experience I think that's what tattoos mean what does it all mean it's the experience it's the love for yourself, for your grandfather, for your, for, your, for your best friend, for your favorite band, whatever it is. Hurt families, you know, all that stuff. So, uh, this is one secret I'll say. The guy who did this tattoo right here, this tattoo, there's an M in there. It's a secret M for Melissa. This guy, he knows Banksy, for real. I'm not joking, he knows Banksy. And the way that I know that he knows Banksy is when he was tattooing my that, he had a picture of, of his kid in a style of Banksy on a wall and I asked him what is that and he said uh, that's uh, Banksy did my kid I, I allowed him to do my kid and I said what and he's like yeah he, he that's my he used my my daughter as an image for this and it's a worldwide picture and I couldn't believe it he was telling the truth so and he told me that he it's nobody that you'd ever ever expect in the world and that's why no one's ever going to find out, which it blew my mind. So that's some secret Banksy stuff, secret Banksy stuff. So let's get into the, uh, to the favorite band stuff, Hurt Family. Let's get into that. So one of the ways that I met, you know, James says, I was 17 and it was like a a rite of passage. Exactly. I was 15. It's like things that you have to do. 
and I still, I don't regret a damn thing. I want more. <laughs> I'm, I'm 44 and I want more. That's the truth. That nothing's changed, you know? When you know that you want them, you know that you want them. So, uh, the favorite band thing, you know, I used to just laugh at it. I remember seeing this guy at a Chains Addiction concert, and he had this the first album cover of Chains Addiction tattooed on his arm, and he looked at Perry, and he's like, look, look. And Perry just looked at him like all confused, like he didn't understand, and I was like, that will never be me. That'll never be me. That'll never be, never be, never be me. And then I ended up getting this tattoo right here, and this is a porno papyrus slash Tupac tattoo that represents the Peter DiStefano Tattoo Club. And uh, once I got that, it really changed me. Look how I'm smiling. Like, look, dude, I'm smiling. And the reason why is, like, I started playing music because of Peter. I really did. I snuck backstage, saw Porno for Pyros. I, I saw that band 13 to 15 times. I was a groupie. And the big time that I snuck backstage, it was Lollapalooza 95, and I didn't have a pass, and they did such a great job. And when they came off stage, I looked at Peter, and I just told him, I'm like, man, that was fucking amazing. Peter DiStefano just gave me this huge hug without even knowing really who I was. Just gave me this hug. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, seriously. And then I was 19, and then I was like, dude, I'm a groupie. I'm a fucking groupie. And I stopped kind of doing that stuff. I, I switched roles instead of trying to meet people. I try to just get onto my own musical path and my own, my own deal. yeah and things grew from there like and then it took me 15 years or so to to, to really get back and uh I ended up getting this tattoo and joined this little Peter DiStefano because I remembered this so so all this time later I remembered you know 25 years 20 23 years later I remember these adventures that I had with Porno for Pyros and I, I was like what's Peter doing looked him up on Facebook saw this tattoo group joined the tattoo group we played three shows together we're probably gonna play more and we're we're bonded through you know these things we're bonded through through tattooing through peace love and war you know, these, these have meanings to us. And there's like 2,000 other people maybe that have this. I don't even know, maybe 200. I'm not sure, but they have these. And they're like, you know, they mean something. They mean something. And I hope Porno Papyrus gets back together one day. For real. Not just this COVID performance, which was amazing. I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but it was a tease. When, uh, when they get, it's the 25th anniversary, I think, this year. So I hope they do something. And if not, then next year. So anyways, it is in my blood. I've been listening to, to these grooves since I was a child. When I was 15 years old, I would sleep at my friend Daryl's house a lot. And I'd go into Daryl's room when I had to sleep. And I'd put this song on, okay? And this kind of inspired me to be a little bit rebellious and this is like my own personal mantra you know and I think this song and being around James Addiction being around Porn for Pyros being around Lollapalooza in the 90s 
The early 90s was such a freak show. It was so fucking amazing. I remember being 15 and just seeing Lollapalooza 91 for the first time and seeing just these people with piercings and, and tattoos and Jim, Jim Rose Circus Sideshow. I don't know if that was 91 or 92. Just these crazy people that I'd never seen before. And I thought, holy shit, I want to be part of them. I want to be part of them. Hi, legally brunette. Give me, like, yeah, I'm going to let you in here. I'm going to let you in because I think that's really all I got. So, you request. Let's do this. So, yeah, my point is tattoos have energy and they have like personal mantras and uh, you should be coming in here soon should be coming in here soon there was another dude that wanted in earlier I feel bad but that's pretty much you know like I said the personal mantras when I was a kid being around these people changed my life and, and it made me want tattoos and I wanted to be part of the free show. And now I am. So, oh, okay. Anyways, so yeah, I was trying to get you in there. Uh, but that was the point. By the time I was 15, I wanted to be part of the free show. I wanted to hang out with all these people. And now you look, look what look what it's, it's morphed into. Now we have these bad tattoo shows we have Dave Navarro, still from the Jane's Addiction crew, doing Ink Master. You know, it's morphed into something. It's morphed into its own religion, you know? And I think that that doing that, it, it, that's what tattooing is. You know, what does it all mean? What does it all mean to you? What does it all mean to, to, to me? You know, and to me, that's it. It's how do, how do I find other members in my tribe? And, and this is real. Even now, uh, I saw this lady. She's coming out of the gym. This was like two weeks ago. Just tattooed up like crazy. Just mad girl walking out of the gym. Not nice. She's not nice. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. And I just looked right at her and I go, hey, like I love your tattoos. And she just, Whoa! she stopped and she looked at me and she saw that I had tattoos. And she was just like, I like your tattoos. And like we just just knew each other from that. You know, and that will go on to other things like tribal people. Tribal people have tattoos to, to, to tell, you know, certain things like the Aztecs. The Aztecs had tribal tattoos to connect to their ancestors that passed away. And ironically, the Bible tried to outlaw that. We, came, we, we touched on that earlier. They, they tried to outlaw that. Why would the Bible try to outlaw Aztec? You're telling me that... that God and the Almighty just knew that these Aztecs were going to come around and get these tattoos that made them remember their lost dog or their lost grandfather. And what's bad about remembering your lost grandfather or your lost dog? Because I think about them all the time. So, you know, I, I, I think tattoos really have power and strength. I think that everybody has them now. You know, where I work at UPS, we're all allowed to have them. We're allowed to have beards. We're allowed to have tattoos. It's a, uh, it's, it's a whole thing. We're all, it's a total different world, but it's the same at the same. It's the same because if you think about it, look, from the dawn of time, people were just rebelling. They were looking at their body going, how can I paint this? 
how can I wake up in the morning and how can I remember what my, who I am? And especially as we get older, you know, as I get older with dementia, believe me, I'm going to want to be like that memento movie where I'm literally looking at myself going, you know, oh, what's this about? I got this Tesla tattoo when I started going down the, the rabbit hole, you know, and what I mean by that is I was watching all those YouTube videos and, and all those conspiracy videos. And I talked about this on the last show and, and how, do I, how is that going to rebel? Like I thought if the cops were going to come and get me, you know, they would know what side I was on if they saw Tesla. That was how. If I got this Nikola Tesla tattoo, they would uh, this blue Tesla tattoo, they would know that I was on the side of rebellion. And that's just my, that's in my own head. But to me, it means something. And all these things mean something. James says, it's 2021. It's sad that people still judge people because of a tattoo. I agree. You know, I agree. And I know there are prison tattoos. People have prison tattoos, but that's another way of, of telling. It's another tribal way too. It really is. I, I had a, when I was like 10, maybe, yeah, 10, I met this guy from Lebanon and he was in jail. He got out of jail and he said he saw another guy from Lebanon and they were in jail and that's how they recognized each other's, you know, where they were from, from their tattoos. And that's a whole language that you can't discriminate against because it's there whether we like it or not. It's, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what old grandma up in the, in, or grandpa up in the, you know, up in the high house of wherever it thinks. It doesn't mean shit. It matters what it means to you. It matters what it means to me. It matters what it means to Ed Hardy, you know, and uh, Kazoo Ugori. It, it's art. It's really art, you know, and that's what people don't understand. It. Oh, I shouldn't say that because that, that comes across ignorant. It's not that people don't understand. I'm talking about those judgy people that still think that, you know, it's not okay. I think my dad even wants tattoos now. You know, my dad's like, I want a Hawaiian tattoo. That's awesome. I think as time goes on, people are going to just not give a shit anymore. And uh, look what we just went through with the pandemic. Look at it. It's, it was out of control. It was out of control. We, we didn't, we still are in it. It's not over, you know? So we're living in the thick of this. So getting, if getting a tattoo is going to make you, you know, not jump off a bridge through the pandemic, go get that tattoo. You know, I want tattoos. Next tattoo I want to get is like a Tolkien tattoo. Tolkien tattoo. But it never ends. It's an addictive thing. And, and we haven't even touched on the feeling, the smell, the walking into the parlor, the small little rooms. The, the hearing the needles, the shitty music that they're playing in the background while they're tattooing you. These things are all, I'm addicted, I get addicted to that. The whole process, the wiping down, the Vaseline, all of that, I get addicted to it. Watching the skin peel, watching your body transform into something new, knowing that you can't get rid of the ink if you wanted to. Yes, James says the smell, there's definitely a smell to tattooing. There's definitely a smell, and I love it. Love this Lemmy cat, too. What's up, Lemmy? So, it, it's an experience. Uh, you know, it, some people walk into a tattoo 
parlor and they think that they can just do it right there. And yes, yeah, some tattoo artists will do it, but once you once you get into tattoos, you really you've got to you've got to go in there and do it yourself and, and set up a you know two month thing, you know, or you you know be in there for two two months later and you're actually going to go with this design and you know for me I, I come I love going into the to the tattoo place and giving these people my concept my idea hey this is what I want you know I, I have this bell that's that's laying in in the grass because I'm a martial artist and I never want this bell to ever ring if it comes out of the grass and it rings that means I failed and if it rings that means I've thrown a punch but as long as this this bell right here is sitting in the grass not moving I've done justice to myself unless it's in self actual self-defense but if I'm just ringing the bell to hurt somebody it, you know who am I I'm an idiot so these these are my own personal mantras the things that you know that's what they mean to ourselves you know and Julia tattoos are not for everyone they do hurt if you haven't seen those videos where some people are getting tattooed and they just get worked believe me it it some people just dig it me personally i dig it but here's one tip if you do decide to go and get a tattoo if you drink a coffee like you do put some headphones on and just tune out and just listen to your music i prefer radiohead i, I put radiohead on and i just tune out and they just go to town and an hour two hours sometimes four hours but usually you start out small uh it goes by and it's it's kind of a fun experience so uh i love it i really do and that that doesn't even go to say like you know matching like i told you i have this m tattoo mm -hmm. melissa's got a tattoo with a j on it and it's a cookie and it's a heart j so you know that's it music is power tattoo for julia there you go what's up michelle so we're getting to the end of the show getting to the end of the show i think i've done all i can with tattoos i try to go live with uh the br with brunette but I, I don't know if she tried to get in or if it just either way it was cool to see you if there's any questions anything i missed look up ed hardy i was so ignorant about his stuff what does it all mean? What does it all mean? Once again, I think tattoos are definitely a sign of love, self-love, love for the people that have been in your life, love for the people that will be in your life forever. The entanglement of skin, flesh, and your your heart and your soul, it's, it's a real thing. And uh, James, I will somehow throw a little J A J in there eventually. You see these little, you see these little things right here. This will be part of the Hurt family. I guess I'm gonna have to get all of your initials eventually. <laughs> I got a lot of spaces. I got Turtle Butlers or Turtle. What is it? Turtle Butter. Hope to put some T B J A J J H for real. This, these are leaves and they got left out but now I can put my friends initials because I, it is a hurt family I'm not kidding and and I know this sounds morbid and, and crazy but when you end up 
on that table, dead, he's lying there. Imagine what the fucking mortician's gonna say when he looks at all your tattoos and just looks how radical you look. He's gonna sit there and he's gonna be like, Jesus Christ, that that motherfucker lived. And that's more important than not. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friends. And fuck Don Bulls. I love you all. Stay alive, stay healthy, and get tattooed soon. If I didn't care.